Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Kerrville Weekly News Roundup, hosted by the Texas Hill Country Podcast Network. We are your co-hosts today, Andrew Gay, Tom Fox, and Gilbert Pies in the studio. We're going to kick things off here in just a second. Thank you so much for joining us. We're glad that you're with us. We had an Boy, did we have an action-packed week last week. But, Tom, why don't you do the honors, as always, and kick us off, sir. Yeah, maybe a little too much action. Uh, we actually had a really horrific crime in Kerbal this past week. We had a carjacking, and the person who carjacked the uh, car then drove down Sydney Baker at high speed and hit another vehicle. The criminal, uh, the person who hijacked the car, he was killed, ejected and killed in the accident. And the uh, person who was driving uh, had to be airlifted to San Antonio for medical treatment. We don't know much yet. What we do know is uh, the individual uh, perpetrator, he tried to hijack or carjack someone in the Walmart parking lot. He was not successful. He then walked across the Junction Highway and carjacked a gentleman uh, who had just dropped his wife off to work at Sonic. And uh, that gentleman was able to somehow keep his cell phone and he called 911 to alert the police. The perpetrator had a gun with him. That gun was found in the car. Uh, we don't know if this is drug related. We don't, uh, we do know the perpetrator had a criminal history, but we don't know his name. It hasn't been released yet because next of kin have not been identified. I really can't express just, I mean, not that, Crime doesn't happen in every city, and certainly our town is no exception. But this is a very violent crime that someone could have been killed in places that all three of us go to. Well, I don't know if you guys go to Sonic, but I do because they have the best <laughs> chili cheese dog in Kerrville. And I certainly go to Walmart. And, uh, you know, that Walmart parking lot, not much security out there. Well, they probably are not thinking about security, but um, you, you hate to tell people to hand carry or carry guns with them, but I'm not quite sure how you protect yourself, if at all, in this situation. Fortunately, the person who had his car jacked was not injured, was not hurt. He gave up his property as we are all instructed to do, but a uh, very, very uh, tragic set of events leading to the death of the perpetrator. The second story I'd like to talk about is uh, Kerrville Independent School District uh, has said no to hiring chaplains. The state of Texas, in its infinite wisdom, had passed a bill which allowed school districts to hire chaplains and then said, you have to vote on it by March. So uh, pretty clearly sending a message, but they did allow school districts to make their individual decisions. And Kerrville has said no to uh, chaplains. Thanks, Tom. Gilbert. What, right. do you got, what do you got for us today? Well, I've got two stories uh, for this week that I think are rather important. Uh, the first one, of course, is the replacement of the Precinct 1 Commissioner. If you hadn't been keeping track, uh, the Precinct 1 Commissioner, Harley Ballou, was removed from the court uh, unwillingly because he apparently is a convicted felon. And in Texas, convicted felons are not allowed to hold elected office. And so during that whole process, he was removed. And the county judge had, a, had to appoint somebody to replace him. And he has selected the first woman to serve on the Kerr County Commissioner's Court, a lady by the name of Ann Overby. Miss Overby has been an uh, assistant to several state representatives in this area for a few years. And so she's pretty well known. Her, her and her family have lived here for many years. And so 
the county judge stepped out and decided to name Miss Overby as the replacement. And of course, uh, she will fill the remaining term of the uh, precinct one commissioner, uh, the former precinct one commissioner. And then uh, it is anticipated that she will perhaps continue consider running for the open spot. Uh, but I'm sure there will be other people that will consider running for that spot too. So in the meantime, she gets to fill the place of the former commissioner and do her duty for the next couple of years until that uh, election, the next election happens. Uh, interestingly enough, I don't know if y'all heard, but the county judge was very emphatic about emphasizing the fact that he was going to appoint a woman to help diversity. Uh, one of his quotes in the newspaper was was rather interesting. He says, we're all a bunch of white guys, old white guys. Uh, and I thought that was funny that he emphasized that so heavily. Um, it doesn't take a real genius to see that, yes, the uh, other four people that serve on the commissioner's court are older middle-aged white men. But it, it was funny that he emphasized that so much. Uh, I, I thought it was pretty silly. But um it's his right. Uh, he has the sole discretion to appoint somebody. And, well, he decided to appoint a woman. Not not that that's good or bad or indifferent. It's just he decided that he was going to do that. And so he did. And uh, we here's, here's wishing the best to Miss Overby and that she can fulfill the duties of the county commissioner. I'm sure she'll do a great job. Uh, the second story I have for us is sales tax revenue. You know, every time that you and me or any visitors to Kerrville purchase anything uh, in a from a local merchant in, in the county, of course, uh, or in the city of Kerrville proper, actually, uh, the city then gets to collect that sales tax revenue and spend it on whatever it is that the city needs to spend the money on. And this past uh, quarter, the comptroller's office, the state of Texas, uh, gave the city $1,390,000. That's fantastic. Uh, of course, you know, that number can fluctuate very greatly. And I think the first, the previous quarter, it was $1,320,000. So there's a slight bump, uh, but but it certainly is a lot better than what it used to be when, you know, in the depths of COVID. Uh, though that number, of course, will hopefully increase over time. And the city then uses that money to fund different projects throughout the city, uh, whether it's roads, construction, uh, payroll, any kind of things like that. So uh, certainly, if you can and if you're able and willing, the more money you can spend locally in town, the more money that comes back to the city revenues, and maybe they can ease up on the uh, property taxes. <laughs> uh, but those are my two stories for this week. Uh, Andrew? What a great segue. Uh, mine's got a little property tax uh, you know, info sprinkled in throughout, but main story I wanted to mention today was the allocation of a $5 million grant it's intended to help provide workforce housing to the Kerrville EIC. So that's the Kerrville Economic Improvement Corporation. Uh, clear distinction from the Kerr Economic Development Corporation. Sometimes people get those mixed up. And, and I understand, you know, if you're not around a lot of us that kind of float in some of those, those circles, it's easy to kind of get backwards on what's what. But the EIC is funded through, correct me if I'm wrong here, but... Um, city like taxes right okay. yes um and specializes in trying to help economic improvement in special situations and special projects and so this particular um agreement that they entered in with this this five million dollar grant agreement is with lennar who's already building 
um, the development that out there on 534. But this particular $5 million grant was for an additional 500 homes. It's actually something like 490. Um, and it, this, you know, and it, it tops out, I think, around two, 275,000. So they have some mechanisms in there to try to keep these housing, houses that are in this proposed development affordable for median income households. And of course, this is a hot topic. This has been the the main subject that has been broached in the economic uh, summit over the last two, three years. And even in the last year here, uh, the last most recent economic summit, we heard that, you know, someone that has been in Kerrville for many decades was like, you know, we've been talking about this since the early 2000s. So this is it's not a new issue for Kerrville, uh, but it, it's really nice when we see some kind of headline like this uh, that that shows clear uh, efforts to try to move us along in the right direction um, because we need that. You know, you have you have Peterson ha that has the agreement with Shriner and they're using housing over there for temporary residency for some of the people that they've hired over there at the hospital. So there's, there's plenty of examples of why we need this and why, how it could benefit us. So that was the main story I wanted to report on. Um, other than that, I wanted to give a second mention last week uh, when we did the news, we were going into the eclipse weekend. And then now here we are almost a week out uh, from the event. And I just wanted to check in with you folks and see how you thought it went. I personally had a great time, thought it was wonderful, got to stay at my house with my wife and my sister-in-law and watch it. Um, and it was it was great. It was a great experience. I love the little shadows that cropped up. I mean, it was just all around top 10 human experience. I did see a couple of things online, people that were posting things like, hey, uh, you know, where were the 400,000 people that were supposed <laughs> to come here? And then you know, it was very clear, like, obviously, there's some misinformation out there. And people, I don't know if they were getting April's total eclipse mixed up with the annular one, but there were some definitely some interesting comments online about some of that. So anyway, uh, I, I had a great experience. I just want to check in with you guys. What, what was your take on that? You know, my, my experience was pretty good. Uh, unfortunately, that week I was really sick at home, so I didn't go anywhere, uh, which was probably okay for me. But uh, I could I had a great view of the eclipse from my back deck, and it was awesome. I had my eclipse glasses, and I could watch it. It was it was interesting. Um, I've I've experienced an annular eclipse before many times, but I, I didn't remember uh, the last one. And to see all the shadows, the way the Eclipse made all the shadows. Um, that that really brought it back to me. I remembered. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. It changes that stuff up. It was pretty awesome. It was fun. Uh, now I do think that even though we didn't have that many people for the annular eclipse, I think it's going to be a whole different story for the uh, total solar eclipse in April. And I think, I think it's kind of like uh, when when they evacuate the Gulf Coast for a hurricane, and the hurricane goes somewhere else. People get get desensitized to the thing and they think, ah, it's not a big deal. It might be totally different in April. So I would suggest everybody don't think that April one's going to be like October. It's going to be a lot more crazy, I think. Yeah. Tom, how was yours? Uh, I had a great time. I'd never sat through one of these. So I was like a little kid. Uh, <laughs> yeah, same. My wife and I <laughs> sat in the back deck. We, of course, had our glasses on. We watched the, the moon go across the sun. We, uh, my wife rigged up. Uh, glasses over our camera lenses. So I was able to take pictures and literally talk to people all over the world, posting pictures as the moon moved over the sun. Uh, the thing that struck me probably the most though, was the drop in temperature Oh yeah, when the moon was fully uh, in full annular. 
and the birds and animals were not anywhere to be seen or heard. It was as quiet yeah. as it could be. Uh, I live a couple of miles from I 10, so you could hear that, but, um, the, the animals were not having it. So, um, anyway, um, let me tell you about what I'm, I'm looking forward to though. Yeah. Um, let's hear it. Yeah. So we have great music here in Kerrville and um, amen. Yes, we we've do. talked about that on this podcast, but I want to point out a woman named Sabrina Adrian, who's the uh, organist at first Presbyterian church in Kerrville is going to have a Halloween concert phantoms and fairy tales. Obviously she's going to play Toccata by Bach phantom of the opera, uh, in the hall of the mountain King, not on bald mountain, um, things that, uh, we all can associate with, uh, either uh, Halloween or Hollywood movies around this time of year, but it really points out a bigger thing that I wanted to raise, which is the vibrancy of the music community here on Friday before the eclipse. My wife and I went out to the, um, uh, Kerrville Folk Festival for their three-day uh, Welcome Home Festival. And we were in their small stage called the Threadgill Stra- Stage, as intimate an experience as you could ask for. Uh, 500 people, maybe. Uh, weather perfect. Uh, and just heard some great music. Uh, the first act that we saw was, uh, I think, the, the old angry guy. No, the old grumpy guys. Uh, <laughs> and uh, that, they were just great. So uh, check out Phantoms and Fairy Tales uh, next week uh, at uh, the First Press Church. It's free. And also, uh, for the last thing, the beloved governor of our state, Greg Abbott, former law partner of Tom Fox, uh, has designated Kerrville or announced Kerrville has been designated as the 50th music-friendly certified community in the state of Texas. And that speaks to the breadth and scope of the music scene here. A huge honor for our city. And it really, uh, the music here just never stops, whether it's singer songwriter, whether it's rock and roll, whether it's symphony, whether it's organ, classical organ music, uh, literally every night you can check out some pretty darn good music. So I'm going to do some of that at, uh, Phantoms and Fairy Tales. That's awesome. Yeah. And a lot of people don't know that the Texas, that Texas, the state of Texas has the Texas music office, which is a distinct, different, um, brand, like, a division than the Texas f- film, I guess the Texas film office. I'm not sure what the title is, but most other states have those two things combined, but we are one of the only states, if not the only state that has a completely separate music only office. Gilbert, what are you doing this weekend? You got any plans? <laughs> you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm sure we'll come up with something, uh, but I hope whatever it is that it's something I can stick close to home to. R and R, baby. That's what I'm talking yes, about. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we, I, I'm I'm still trying to recover from my sickness last week. I I'm almost there, uh, but I'm not quite a hundred percent yet. Well, my wife and I have uh like double booked stuff all weekend. So we do we are not I want the R and R, but I don't think we're gonna get it. We have the Chamber Awards banquet, which is uh they're calling the Ghoul Gala. So it's a Halloween costume themed that's happening tomorrow night. Right after that, we actually have to dip out of that. A little bit early, we're going to see the Wilder Blue at the Arcadia. That's one of our favorite bands. We've seen them, I think, a handful of times, five or six times already in our area. So we're looking forward to that. And this is Friday night. And then uh, Saturday, I'm headed out to the North Fork. I think we're going to do the North Fork, a piece of it, uh, and do some fly fishing with my cousin. So I have a lot of uh, Hill Country, you know, pride uh, built up for my for my weekend. Lots of events. 
checking don't, a lot don't, of boxes. Don't even think about calling in on Monday. Yeah, right. Yeah, because yeah, if you're not going to come on Sunday, don't come on Monday. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, okay. Any final thoughts before we jump off? Go Astros. Go Stros. Go Stros. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget, interact with us. Share our content. Helps other people find the show. We're here usually every Friday. Actually, next Friday we'll be out. Gilbert and I will be at a conference. But thank you for tuning in. I uh, hope you enjoyed last weekend with the Eclipse. We're super excited about the one in April. And, uh, yeah, take care. Have a good weekend. We'll catch you next week. I'm sorry, two weeks from now. See you then. <laughs>